0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 170 of Hooked On Sports. My name is John Flynn. Thank you so very much for joining us today and listening to this podcast. And remember, before you continue any further, make sure you subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasting streaming services. You can also follow this podcast on Twitter at john flynn ninety seven and on instagram at j uh, or and then and Jay Flizzy is my instagram and john flynn ninety seven is my twitter but hooked underscore on sports is the Twitter and instagram handle for this podcast so we we're going to get into a lot of different topics today we're going to get into a couple of developments around the NFL that that could be news to use. We're going to get into the Phillies mess, the Angels mess. We'll get into the genius of Buck Showalter. We'll get into why the Colorado Avalanche sweeping the Edmonton Oilers in the Western Conference Final in the Stanley Cup playoffs should come as no surprise. But we got to begin with the NBA Finals because... Game three is tonight in Boston between the Boston Celtics and the Golden State Warriors. And this series is currently tied at one game apiece. And we've had two different tales so far in the series. And we have game one where the Celtics bullied Golden State in the paint uh, defensively. Thanks to the likes of Al Horford and Robert Williams and defensive player of the year. Marcus Smart, engineering to slow down enough of Golden State's offense in the fourth quarter su- such that such that they could pounce uh on Golden State sleeping when Jason Tatum wasn't good at all in game 1. Tatum had 12 points on 3 of 17 shooting from the field. Tatum did however have 13 assists in the victory and and the Celtics outscored the Warriors 40 to 16 in the fourth quarter of that game and we got to talk about Jalen Brown, who scored 10 of his 24 points in the first five minutes of the fourth quarter, which was really that, when, when that comeback happened. And and, and that that was a, a, a terrible performance from Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins and Andre Iguodala and Otto Porter Jr. on that blown lead. And Iguodala was a double agent on both ends of the floor throughout the game. It, it was his first game. It's a back bag from from injury, and Klay Thompson was not great. He has to be better than fifteen points to, to for the Warriors to win. But game two bounce back. Credit the Warriors with the authority of the 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 third quarter in game two, and and Steph Curry was just terrific. He scored twenty nine points in the game 2 victory and. The Warriors put that game on ice in the third quarter when they outscored the Celtics thirty five to fourteen in the third quarter after being only up by two at the half and it was highlighted by a nineteen to two run to end the third quarter where Jordan Poole put on quite the display at the end with a twenty nine for jump shot, jump shot and then at the end, a 39-foot buzzer-beater heave to basically deliver the knockout punch there. Now, of course, the Warriors were going to destroy the Boston Celtics on Sunday, and they were not going to go down 0-2. They were not going to lose the first two games at home with the series not going going to Boston for game number three tonight. And and, and I I still think Golden State's going to win this series, and I think Golden State... Uh, should uh, should find a way to win one of these two games. I mean at the TD Garden Wednesday and Game 4 is uh, is on Friday night, but I but I I still believe Golden State's going to win the series, but that if if Golden State wins the finals, there is no question Steph Curry is going to be the finals MVP, which is something Steph does not have on his Hall of Fame resume. He's got two MVPs, he's got the three championships, but he doesn't have the finals MVP. Remember, it was Andre Iguodala who won the first time, and KD won the two times when they were together in 2017 and 2018, and the rest of the series means everything for the legacy of Steph Curry, because... Steph is in his thirties. Clay is in his thirties. Draymond is in his thirties. So th- they're going. They're going to be fewer opportunities now for f- for this Warriors core to go to the finals and win, unless uh, unless something dra- dramatic happens and they br- and they bring in a superstar to, to Golden State. And if Steph Curry can get uh, get that final piece to the puzzle, he's going to be on the stratosphere. And to put something into perspective. Here are, the two, here are the following players with two regular season MVPs and a finals MVP since they started awarding the finals MVP in 1969. So you're going back 53 years. So you have Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Wilt Chamberlain, Moses Malone, Bird, Magic, Michael Jordan, Tim Duncan, LeBron, and Giannis. And the only two-time MVPs in that span without a finals MVP... That are Nikola Jokic hasn't been to the finals. Steve Nash went to the Western Conference Finals four times and lost them all. Karl Malone lost to would have won a Finals MVP if MJ didn't cross over Byron Russell in Game Six of the Finals in '98. And Steph, and additionally, Steph Curry would be just the fourth player in the last fifty years with two scoring titles, two MVPs and a finals MVP, Kareem Wilt and Jordan are the other three. So th- this series, uh, if if Steph Curry wants to get that finals MVP, this might be the best chance to do it because so cuz th- th- this this group is only going to get old uh, older than, than what wh- where they are right now. So <clears throat> and and you've got a, a young Celtics team with with, with uh, three or four with four players in their mid to, mid to late twenties uh, with with the great drafting by the uh, by the Celtics uh, for all those years, so, is is Steph Curry gonna win the, the finals MVP or not He uh, he needs to uh, continue uh, to guide Golden State uh, toward winning basketball games, if that that is to happen. So, we I'm gonna give you a couple of other uh takes for for you. Around the NBA, and this is concerning coaching situations. So, Utah Jazz coach Quinn Snyder resigned over the weekend, and and it, this is uh, and he said that the team needs another voice in that locker room and and on the bench, uh, for for the Jazz, and th- this this Utah Jazz team is is destined to be blown up with 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 the likes of Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert and Mike Conley and others. So. I'm gonna give you a couple of ideas of uh, for uh, for destinations. So, wh- where where should Donovan Mitchell go? I think Mitchell is gonna be going to either the Knicks or the Nets. Now, Donovan Mitchell ha- is going to get paid. So, so, the question is, will will there be somebody that that's gonna pay Donovan Mitchell? And I think Mitchell is a top twenty player in the NBA right now, and. And i i think for uh, i think if, when you think of top 10 uh, 20 in the NBA i mean closer to 20 so in that 16 to 20 range so I, I i think the knicks are a team that makes a lot of sense because the knicks desperately need uh, uh n- need a guard and 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 i think he would uh, he, he would match, uh, fit great with with of um, R.J. Barrett as as a potential backcourt for years to come, if Donovan Mitchell wants to stay in New York. Plus, Mitchell grew up a diehard Met, uh, Mets fan. His uh, his father works for the Mets, and Rudy Gobert, uh, I think, uh, has another has a uh, has a uh, a reason to be traded, and and I think Rudy Gobert would be great. With the Dallas Mavericks, and I I, I think he is the best available big man, uh, in the NBA this off season, uh, because because I I mentioned Dallas is not going to get the likes of Giannis and Bead or Jokic that that that's just not going to happen. So, the uh, uh, Rudy Gobert uh, to the Mavericks and pair him up with Luca. Uh, the, the Mavericks will certainly mortgage uh, mortgage the future and the draft picks uh, to do it because. Because they already have their superstar in Luca, now that they, they they need some support around him. So I think the Mavericks are gonna have an important offseason, uh, where where, where where they can surround Luca because uh, because the the Luca uh, took Golden uh, took the Mavericks to the Western Conference Finals, and it was not an easy path of uh, for them at all. They played the number one offense in the league. They played the team with the best record in the NBA, and they played the team with arguably the best defense in the NBA uh, in their playoff run and and if if they can get Luka uh, a a couple of a big pieces like a couple a couple of second or third tier guys that 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 can help uh Luka and take the pressure off him I think that that's going to elevate the Dallas Mavericks to being a perennial NBA finals contender with Luka Doncic so Rudy Gobert, I make makes a lot of sense for the Dallas Mavericks on on that front. So, uh, and I and I think the Jazz are going to be are are, are going to blow up uh, soon because they 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 couldn't get to the promised land with with the talent that they had. So. So, so we're, we're going to monitor the Jazz developments over the, the last couple uh, a couple of days uh, next few weeks uh, going headed into the off season and free agency. And then how about the Lakers? They introduced Darvin Ham as the head coach uh, on Monday. And and to me, there, there are some real positives here when, when, when you look at the Lakers. And, and, and I think I, he, he preached no-nonsense attitude, which I, which I think, was, and he comes from, from a winning culture. He comes from um, the, the Milwaukee Bucks, who won a championship uh, mostly by building it from the ground up and uh, and this is a, a, a going to be a, a, an interesting case here for the Lakers and uh, if if the Lakers uh, can can stay healthy and of course th- it's a big if with uh, LeBron and Anthony Davis that the Lakers can cer can very much certainly be back in the conversation uh to win the west right 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 up there with Phoenix Golden State and potentially Dallas but he also said that he sees Russell Westbrook staying there and I, that I don't under I don't think is going to be, uh, going to be um, going to go well with LeBron and Nad because, uh, because Russell Westbrook when when I initially heard the news of that trade, I loved it given Westbrook was a three. It's because Westbrook does not have the self awareness to, um. Uh, to to carry a team and 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 chain, and and fine tune his craft uh, uh, to get get the team at its best. He he he's just not going to do that. He he's an immensely talented player. I'll we'll, we'll give him that. Some, uh, but but in terms of of uh, putting things together and winning a championship, no. That that that's not go, going to happen for for um for the Lakers if if Westbrook stays. So is, it, is, is, is so I wonder um a- allowed if uh, if Westbrook is going to get traded and is somebody going to take Westbrook's contract and and Link is going to have to give some draft picks so t- to justify t- trading Westbrook and and that that, that turned into uh, turned out to be a gigantic flop for the um of uh, for um the, the parties involved so i I think the celtics um, excuse me um, I, I, a lot of things to like about the Lakers and and the the Lakers kept they kept Phil handy as an assistant. handy's uh, has been uh, thinking about uh, poten- potential coaching interviews. Uh, for open head coaching vacancies and and he also brought in his uh, Pistons teammate Rasheed Wallace to work on his coaching staff and I I think Rasheed Wallace is going to be beloved by uh, by the, the by Lakers fans and the diehard Lakers fans to um of uh, for uh. The, all, all these things involved. So, so we're gonna monitor the Lakers, what they do with Westbrook. We're gonna monitor the Jazz and and what they do with Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, Mike Conley, and and and, and others. And of course, what we'll we'll monitor what happens in the NBA Finals between now and next week. The Colorado Avalanche are on their way to the Stanley Cup Final after a four-game sweep at the hands of the Edmonton Oilers over the course of the past week. Game four ended with with an overtime goal, and Colorado is on their way to the Stanley Cup Final. And look, this was something I said last week. It was, It was going to take more than... Connor McDavid and Leon Drysital to, to to win games against Colorado and, and 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 just Colorado was just so overwhelming and so overpowering in so so many different areas and 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 just the the depth of that roster is it's it's simply like it's it's simply unreal how how good how good it uh, it was and 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 you you think of. Everybody that that played a part in in the com- compelling blowout and with with Nakar, but and Nathan McKinnon, uh took a backseat uh, for for some of it and Rat Ratten played a huge part in, in in everything as well. So what what a complete and total dominant performance by the Colorado Avalanche and th- this was much needed because there were. There was many many years of a playoff disappointment, and I know last year I, I said the season was not a success because Colorado couldn't get uh, couldn't get past the second round for uh, for that time, and now they're in the Stanley Cup final for the first time in twenty one years, and now they're gonna they're gonna take a back seat for the next for the next week or so because the, the, their Stanley Cup final opponent still needs to, still needs to to separate themselves from the other with. The New York Rangers and the Tampa Bay Lightning. The Rangers won the first two games of the series on Wednesday and Friday of last week. And then, and then Tampa found a way to win game three with the season on the line. Down two goals, down 2-0. And so Andre Palak scores the game-winning goal with 40 seconds left in the game. On Sunday for Game Three, and then they 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 dominated last night, and and the, and the and now the Rangers and the Lightning are tied. It's now a best two out of three series with Game Five tomorrow night at the Garden, and it it's gonna be a huge game for the Rangers. That it it, it took a while for Andre Vasilevsky to to get his footing uh, footing there after after missing the week because of it, because of waiting for an opponent, but. But uh, Andre Vasilevsky, in in the last game and a half, in the last ninety minutes, has only given up one goal, and and, and was just suffocating opponents, uh, I mean, and and ma- making things look easy. Now the Rangers have to play a heck of a lot better offensively. They they the Rangers did not do themselves any favors that that they they, they were t- turning the puck over on the on the offensive uh, on the on the defensive side that they, they they weren't getting um a many a many on man rushes or 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 one timer is that So and you got to give Tampa credit for uh, for returning to the championship caliber form that that they uh, exhibited in the Florida series. So, I'm I still think Tampa's going to win in 7. I I think it's going to be that the Rangers win tomorrow night and then Tampa wins game 6 on Saturday in Tampa and then game 7 on Tuesday uh next, next Tuesday at the Garden. That, that that's how I see it and 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 the and the Rangers still are going to look for some positive injury updates for Ryan Strom, and and, and Kittle and 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 Keandre Miller among others. And while the while the Lightning might and might find a way to get Braden Point back in in time for uh for for a potential Game Seven if it goes that far, and then and and then he he would be in full force for the Stanley Cup final against Colorado should Tampa get there but but th- th- this should not come as a surprise i told you the rangers we're, were, were going to push tampa uh, uh tampa far uh, tampa is going to need at least 6 games potentially 7 to win this series Some, uh, but, but if if you're a rangers fan uh, no, no matter what happens to the series you 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 you've, you've got to be feel really good about about the future here for for the Rangers. Now, I want to take a t- take a, a a drive across Major League Baseball because th- th- there has been a lot going on, and, and I want and I want to and I want to stress a couple of things, and we'll start with a couple of managerial changes and and the subsequent responses to them. We'll start with the Phillies. Fired Joe Girardi as their manager on Friday, and th- th- this was something that was inevitable because the Phillies needed a fall guy with uh, with 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 uh, the the mess that was going on. And they they started out twenty two and twenty nine. Then they uh, they they subsequently fired Girardi ahead of the, their series sweep against the Angels. But the Phillies' most impressive victory of the season came uh, came last night in Milwaukee. They were down two one. Going to the top of the ninth inning, the Brewers hadn't lost a game all year when leading after eight innings. Josh Hader has not blown a save in so in eleven months, and, uh, and Alec Boehm uh, hits hit a game game tying home run in, in the in the top of the ninth inning, and uh, and then uh, to, to tie tie the game at uh, two games apiece, uh, uh, two uh, two runs apiece in the ninth, and then Matt Vierling. A, a crushed his first home run of the season, to to give the Phillies uh, the lead for good, and and th- that that would, that that would, uh, for the Phillies who have had so many problems winning games on the road all all, all year and fr- frankly the last five last five years that th- this was their mo- their probably the most important victory of the season to date. Now the Phillies are, still have a long ways to go in in terms of catching. Um, the 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 Mets of the division, they they are, uh, they they are a long ways back of the Mets, and it doesn't seem like uh that they're gonna catch the Mets with with the way the Mets are playing and the way the Phillies are playing. But the Phillies right now they're three and a half games behind the behind the Giants for the last wild card spot. And look, the the Phillies are gonna win their fair share of games. Uh, that the Phillies are gonna be. An eighty to eighty-five win team, th- thanks to their offense, and, and and you you saw why. And, and, and Rob Thompson uh, ha- having the kids start with um, and, and, and which which was shown on Sunday when Bryson Stott hit the game-winning three-run homer against the Angels in the ni- in in the ninth inning. But uh, but you, you got to give Rob Thompson credit that he uh, he was Joe Girardi's right-hand man for so many years with. Uh, with, with, with whether it's the was with the Yankees for, for for the many years, but, but but in reality though, nothing's really going to change until they until they fire Dave Dombrowski. Dave Dombrowski is the is the problem here for the Phillies, and, and I, I don't know how, I, I don't know how long it's going to take for them to recognize it, but. So but in, in order for the uh, for the Phillies to, uh, to move on they they're, they're going to have to vastly improve their baseball operations team uh, and 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 vastly improve uh, their uh their roster construction uh, building because after Bryce Harper went down with 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 the injury um, uh, with on his elbow, it forced Kyle Schwarber and Nick Castellanos into play in the outfield, and n- neither one is particularly good defensively, and that's a uh, part of why the Phillies are 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 dead last in the major leagues in defensive runs saved. Some, uh, but by ha- having having the young guys uh participate, whether it's Bryce and Stott or. Or, or Scott Kingery or Alec Balm or a, a Mickey Moniak among others. I think that that's really a, an encouraging sign here for, for the Phillies. So, it, it it's gonna t- it's gonna take a, a while for the, for the Phillies, but uh, but nothing's really gonna change with 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 this firing, and it will give. And I think it's gonna give the Phillies a temporary boost before. Some maybe before the uh, the lack of talent defensively takes over again and and leaves the Phillies out of the playoff conversation come September and October. Meanwhile, what about the Angels? the The LA Angels fired Joe Maddon, uh at, at yes, at this time yesterday after the latest embarrassing loss. To the Red Sox on Monday, where Michael Walker threw a complete game shutout. If you if you th- uh, if you lose to Michael Walker uh, in in a one nothing game on a shutout, that 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 was quite embarrassing in and of itself. And and of course the Angels needed uh, need, need to uh, to make, uh, give give a jolt uh, t- to the organization for uh, and. Th- and make Joe Manning the fall guys, and Phil Nevin is going to take over as the, the interim manager the rest of the season. But the Angels, likewise, too, they're another organization that that's really, uh, that that isn't going anywhere. That the the Angels started out twenty four and thirteen, but but they've lost thirteen consecutive games, uh, including the last two to the Red Sox and if you're an angels fan you you've got to be pissed off and and you you deserve so much better than 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 what you have right now so right 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 now they're 27 and 30 they have not won a game in in 2 weeks so so the the, the angels are going to need uh to win games in in, in the worst possible manner but uh, but and but it does the schedule doesn't get any easier from here next next week or so because they still have two games against the red hot red sox, then they have the Mets and they have the Dodgers, on on prime uh, uh, uh over at Dodger Stadium before, before they play Seattle in Seattle a- after that so, it, it's going to be a n- an ugly ride for for the uh, for the Halos for for the next for the next couple of weeks while while they're still figuring out how to get how to get going and and Mike Trout going over for 26 uh, and that's never happened Shohei Ohtani has, has cooled off a little bit and and, and if you if you're a Red Sox fan, uh, fan you've got to be giddy with with the with the way you've played after after the 10 and 19 start and if you're an Angels fan, you, you, you demand better from Marty Moreno. That, that's just how it's g- going to turn out. Now, uh, elsewhere, if you are a fan of the Yankees, you, you've got to be thrilled with, 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 uh, with your, your team's performance so far. The Yankees have, are 40 and 15. They have the best record in baseball, uh, bar none. And, and they, they've been really the best team in baseball. Um, all, all um, all year that their their pitching has just been tremendous, so that they they're, they're giving they're giving up uh, just uh, just under three runs per game, and, and and now the Yankees just got Stanton back from the injured list and and Stan hit a bomb last night in the first in the first inning against Minnesota, that 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 was a a, a sight to behold and. And you've gotta feel really good if if you're the Yankees. they are twenty three and seven at home. That's the best record in baseball. They are seventeen and eight on the road. That is uh, that's remarkable in and of itself. So if you're a Yankees fan, you've gotta feel th- be thrilled. Now, if you are a Mets fan, uh, you, you've you've got to be excited about the start um your your team is having. but, the, the Mets are Mets without Degrom and Scherzer are still finding ways to win. They did lose Starling Marte and Pete Alonso to injuries last night. It is likely that Starling Marte is going to go on the injured list with a quad strain, and Alonso uh, got hit in the hand on a pitch on on um, on a pitch thrown by Yu Darvish last night. And and the the initial X rays proved negative, so that's why Dom Smith isn't up uh, up just yet. But if they have to put Alonzo on the injured list, that means Dom Smith is going to be uh, going to be the everyday first baseman until Alonzo comes back from injury. The Dodgers uh are, are, they they've lost three in a row, and and they 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 had a split with the Mets over the weekend, and they they lost last night to the White Sox, so. Uh, the, but the Dodgers are, are suddenly only a game and a half ahead of San Diego in the National League West so uh so i think that that's set enough to be an interesting race of of uh, for National League West supremacy the Dodgers are are, are going to be playing the Padres soon so they they they're, they're, they're going to play uh, because they've only played so so few games against San Diego but it's um, but it, it it's it's going to be a lot for uh, for for them especially after the all-star break but 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 the Dodgers have two more games in Chicago tonight and tomorrow then they have a four-game three-game series in San Francisco against the rival Giants so it's, so if you're a Dodgers fan and and, and you're going to be getting Clayton Kershaw back for, from from the injured list soon uh, so that 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 that's going to be uh, a uh, uh, another jolt to that rotation, and and how about Tony Gonsolin, Tyler Anderson? That they, they they've they've been good. Walker Bueller, uh, who 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 has struggled a little bit his last couple of starts, but, um, uh, but yeah, he he's still there. Julio Urias pitched really well on Sunday, uh, against the Mets. So, and so the Dodgers are back and are are going to be back in order, especially when they get Max Muncy back from the injured list. So so that that that's gonna be of uh, a, a sight to behold if you are a fan of the Dodgers. So, so so we we we've covered that, and now I want to cover a couple of football topics before before we before we close out the show today. The the L A Rams paid Aaron Donald, and they paid him big time, and it's it's a 40 million dollar brace uh, on his current contract so now he's going it's it's essentially a 2 year 60 million dollar contract extension which will pay him 95 million dollars through the end of the 2024 season and th- that that's big that that changes everything that that puts the rams back as the favorites uh, in, in my mind to to win the NFC now it's going to be the rams the uh, the packers and and the bucks really as the main Super Bowl contenders here, uh, for for the NFC and and Aaron Donald is is on the Mount Rushmore of 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 greatest defensive players of all time and 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 if the Rams want want to be uh be the best, they got to take care of their best and and they they understood full and well that is that Aaron Donald needed to be paid and. Aaron Donald is is a, a big reason, uh, one of the two big reasons why the Rams won Super Bowl Fifty Six over Cincinnati. Aaron Donald had had the had the big pressure on fourth and one with with the, with the championship on the line, uh, to uh, to, uh, to make Joe Burrow throw a bad uh, throw an incomplete pass, and, and Aaron Donald's a th- three time Defensive Player of the Year and, and he, a perennial Pro Bowler and. And at the end of the day, uh, the the Rams are not as we're not going to be a contender without uh, without him. So, but for him to come back and, and, and bolster that defensive line, that's that that's that's going to be great. And and, and then you now, how about the Packers? Aaron Rodgers is actually at minicamp there this time around, and he's going to be working with. Christian Watson, the uh, the sec their second round pick, Sammy Watkins, the newest uh, newest Packer for, uh, free agent addition at the wide receiver position. The the Packers are gonna be uh, are gonna be a relevant team, and uh, uh, and they'll they'll be a Super Bowl contender. and I and I think if the Packers want to go back to that way, I think they're gonna have to uh, fo- revolve their game around the offensive line and and, and the ground attack. I, I think Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon is is the, is one of the one of the best. Uh, running back duels in in the National Football League, and and I I think they I think both of them are primed for big seasons. I wouldn't be surprised if they combined for fifteen hundred to seventeen hundred fifty to combined rushing yards a, at the end of the day, because I know both of them are complement each other so well, and, and and was a big reason why the why it takes pressure off Aaron Rodgers. And look, Aaron Rodgers is is a pro's pro, and he also said. That he's gonna finish his career in in Green Bay, so 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 the contract is for four years, and it it'll probably probably be four years left for Aaron Rodgers, and and I think and at the time he's gonna make Christian Watson better. He's he's gonna turn Christian Watson into a, another Jordy Nelson or an, another Greg Jennings. So I think the. Uh, I, 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 I think that the coaching has has been really good with Matt Lafleur that they they respect the living heck out of them, and the the, the Packers have have such a great record when, with 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 Matt Lafleur that he's won thirteen games each of the last four three seasons, uh t- together, and I think the, the Packers are going to be very very much in the Super Bowl conversation, um when, when it's all said and done. How about the. So how about what what's going on with the San Francisco 49ers that, that a couple of developments there um, Debo Samuel is 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 in is in mini camp this week and that that that's kind of a big deal because so because there, there have been like clamorings about him getting traded you know getting traded to the jets for for the 10th overall pick and and, and a, a subsequent pack a package tied to that so but but debo samuel is is one of the most essential players in in the national football league for 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 their teams that but so that he he's uh he was built um a, a built in a lab for the Shanahan offense and and no matter who the quarterback is whether it's Trey Lance or Jimmy Garoppolo I th- I think Garoppolo's going to get traded uh, before training camp because eventually the 49ers are going to have to justify uh, drafting Trey Lance over uh, over Mac Jones and or Justin Field, and and also trading up to draft, uh, to, uh, to, uh, to draft trade lands. Now, that 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 was a decision I disagreed with. I thought they were going to take Mac Jones because I thought Mac Jones w- w- would would play well with with San Francisco's offense. But is but 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 I digress. The San Francisco Forty tied to, uh, to me, are 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 are. are a great quarterback a uh, play away from being a championship caliber team because if if you think of think of of how how short they fell last year if they they were a dropped interception uh, an interception away from from going to the Super Bowl that that that's how good San Francisco is when you look at the offensive line when you think of the defense the linebackers Fred Warner is an outstanding linebacker and and, and, all, and all that such as so uh the the coach coaching is there. The offensive line is there. I I love the running running back situation in in there as well. So if you are a forty ers fan, I think you you got to be really uh, you got to be cautiously optimistic of, about the future here for I mean, of, for the forty ers in terms of their chances to go to the Super Bowl. Now they they have a realistic chance. Uh, uh, you you can uh you can say they have a case to being. The fourth best team in the NFC, behind the Rams, the Packers, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you, 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 that 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 next that next tier, you can put the 49ers in there. You can put Dallas. You can put Philadelphia. You can put the New Orleans Saints. I would I I would argue the Minnesota Vikings deserve a deserve a spot. In in the conversation among among those second tier teams that can make the playoffs in the, in in a in a weaker uh than AFC NFC, so so I I think the 49ers uh, are are in, are in a good spot now 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 they just need to find find a trade partner for Jimmy Garoppolo and if if that's the Cleveland if that's the Carolina Panthers if that's if that's the Seattle Seahawks so be it but uh but. That, but that's really, really the state of affairs is for uh, for some of the NFL mini camps that, that I really wanted to highlight. Now, so that's going to do it for this edition of Hooked on Sports. Thank you so very much for listening, and I'll be back here on the podcast next week. So, so long, everybody.